Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Sex with Emily. You're going to love tonight's show. But before we begin on our journey here tonight, one of the reasons you're able to listen to us for free is because of the incredible people at goodvibes.com. They carry all the best sex toy brands like I'm obsessed with the new Vibrotech Dahlia. They have, and they also make the Rabbit Habit. If you have one of those old rabbits from 10 years ago, you, you have to see this new one. It's amazing. Um, they also have my new favorite, the WeVibe Tango. And lots of stuff there. And they only have the good products. Don't go anywhere else because, honestly, like they pick out the best so you don't even have to do it. They try them all. I try them all so you don't have to. Go to sexwithemily.com. Click on the Good Vibrations banner to see my favorite toys. Use coupon code EMILY. That's it. Good vibes. Go to my website, sexwithemily.com. Click on the banner. <laughs> Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check out all of our podcasts. We should actually just go to iTunes, subscribe. So easy that way. But what you really have to do, have to do, ASAP, sign up for my mailing list because it's awesome. And I just got to say, I'm, I don't brag about, you know, I'm really good at this. That. I, I know I have some faults, but for some reason, everyone lately was like, hey, I love your emails. Like people I don't even know, like random at this show, a trade show, like I love your emails. So apparently I get good, good give good emails so check that out <laughs> i give good email i really i really you know everyone needs their skill in life and that's one of mine i'm here with anderson anderson we're sorry anderson are you paying attention yes hi it doesn't matter i just want to say hi to you but we just have a special guest that just walked in and which is amazing because we're starting a little later how come these headphones don't work i don't know see welcome to my world hey I'm in your seat. You're in my seat. This is my Catherwood. Yeah, this, hey, what's happening? You, this is so perfect that you just dropped in because we're starting a, uh, later than we thought. No, that works. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Yeah. Okay, so this I'm glad is you started later. I mean, I'm, I don't want you to be it's late. Been but a long, it's been a crazy day. Yes, I'm, I'm sure glad it has. Here. Maybe you could just talk the whole time and like do like Rudy or something. <laughs> talk about your sex life. Tell masturbation stories. Mm. I beat off last night for the first time in a long time. Okay, for you, a long time is? Uh, well, now it's a, like a legitimate long time, like uh, like four or five days. Oh, really? So yeah. it really is? Yeah. Because you're not like the guy who called into Love Line or who, who master who does it when the child's awake. No, no, no. Do you remember that no, call? No. The woman was complaining about I her would, husband? I would do it when my child's awake, but she would have to be she with be my wife. Care. She would right. have to be with my wife in the other room. Exactly. Uh, in fact, in the other side of the house. No, like, right. Even... No, no. You're a good man like that. I get yeah. it. So it's been four or five days. Wow. So was yeah. it a good one? Would you? Yeah, yeah. It was massive. Well, okay. Massive so what, what did you master? Can I just, I just, Mike Catherwood. Yes. Um, hey. but people, I got. They, not everyone knows you. I mean, no. In fact, famous. I would say by far, <laughs> the more the majority of people don't know me. Mike Catherwood is the co-host of Loveline, which mm-hmm. is everyone I talk about on the show all the time. Long running, you know, thirty-one years on the air. Loveline. Right. Mike's been the host probably for the best years, the last three years. Mm-hmm. Doctor Drew and mm-hmm. I am honored. In the opinions of most, I am the uh, I am the host of the second best era of Loveline behind fr- what was behind Corolla. Oh, Corolla. Yeah. Corolla is the the master. But I think you are a, like I, and I'm not just saying this like. I just really like you're good. You're good. I laugh. Like, I truly 
Like you're very good at what you do. No, thank you. That yeah, means a lot to me. And I've never, I've just been sitting here in my room, in a room alone all these years. Like I've never worked with anyone. You know, it's it's a big difference. I, I tried to do podcasts by myself, and um, it's 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 a whole different. Beast. It's a whole different thing. Uh, like, yeah. And I'm much better going going off. So I think sometimes you know. I, I think mean, anyone. Is. I was going to answer. Yeah, true. I think it's re- like either you're there's something wrong with you, or. You are like a, like a weird like you must be some type of strange genius if you prefer to do broadcasting alone, right? Just alone or with callers. What about like the doctor? Yeah, uh, I don't Dr. think Laura that. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that can constitutes as alone. I'm talking about like these guys. Some guys do podcasts, and I don't know if there's women that do it, but I know a couple comedians. Like who? Any that are good? Uh, yeah, Bill 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 Burr's pretty good. Bill Burr's pretty darn good at doing a podcast, and he just most of the time just talks. About just fires whatever, up like, a mic and just goes. And it's not planned. Doesn't bit? seem like it. I mean, I think, magic, I think though. I think he has bullet points like of like stuff he wants to touch on, but it doesn't. It, uh, he certainly is he not like riffs. he's not doing his stand up. You know what I'm right. saying? He's not just, like he doesn't have a, a, a an act. Right. And um, I, I find that to be far more difficult. Far more challenging if you get up and like or even be a stand up. Right. Deliver yeah. material. Well, it's, that again, that's. It's a whole different beast. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of similarities to a great radio personality and a great uh, stand-up, but it's it's a really a different mind. It is frame. different because we always have someone to like. You got to find the good chemistry with someone to, to help. So if I can speak, hey Anderson. Usually he's like sleeping, but I'll try to talk to him in the middle of the show if he's not here. Well, and and a, and a great stand-up really needs to needs to control the momentum and the audience's uh, attention all the time. Right. A great host actually has to do that. Very in a very limited capacity. If you're a really good radio host, um, you you have to know when you to to divert attention. Right. I mean, because you well, can't you can't certainly can't interview people if you're trying to constantly work in jokes. It's got to right. be more about exactly. That's why they give a take. And I think you also have to have a good sense of like like I always feel like when I'm bored, like my audience bored, or when like, when I don't get it, you know what I mean? Like I can kind of and I think I move it can move it along. Yeah. Like, if you, it's a conversation. I yeah, I, I worry about that because I oftentimes because love. But you do is, it too. Well, love lines that's one at, of at late at night. Uh, late at night. You can, for you, can, the you, move, you can sense the audience. You it's like what you're saying. It's the same thing. You can kind of like read. Mm-hmm. What people, you know. I think I can. I, I, I don't know if I, I'm successful at it, but I certainly get a sense that, man, if I'm, you know, the person listening to this radio show right now is not getting their money's worth. Or right. sometimes, even though it's utter silence in the state in the studio, I'm like, I'm crushing right now. Right, right exactly. now I'm on fire. Right. You, know? you can just tell. You, yeah, can you feel just it. feel like it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I used to do that at, um, well, tonight was just going to be Anderson. I, we're gonna, you know, I've had so many guests, so many goddamn porn stars in here. I love the porn stars. Yeah. But a lot of them, like I never, I've gone in phases. I've been doing this for, you know, eight years and I've had the, the porn star shows. I've had the guests all the time and then I had no guests for like three years, just like reading emails. And oh, that answer. long? There was like, it was just Yeah, no, of, like, like every, you know, maybe once every few months, but it mm-hmm. wasn't guests at all. It was me in Menace in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He was there most of the time, dude. and I would. He's awesome, and we'd read emails, and just I'd talk and have a topic, and, and it was so much easier too. No, it's so much less stress. I think sometimes having it, we could go back and forth and answer. And I and I, I like, I think people like listen because they really want sex advice. You know, they don't want to just. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm just having like. Well, I, the the great part about you when you give advice about sex and 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 relationships is that it's very authentic, and that's uh, that is a hard commodity to find. In that field, because most of it's I don't want to say it has an agenda, but when you read like a woman's interest magazine, that's not unfiltered sex advice. That's kind of sex advice that comes from the mind of someone who's trying to make a palatable article. Right. And I'm not that's not that I don't mean that as an insult. It's just it's not really designed to be helpful advice. Right. It's designed to be a good read. 
So it's I can same, like break it down in a way that people right. can understand. Just like you know? just like um, uh, couples therapy on 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 VH1. That's I mean its number one goal is to be an entertaining show, not to be good therapy. Right. Exactly. Now I'm not saying it's bad therapy. My but but my point is is that when you're getting advice or therapy or self help or anything from a, a a commodity from a from a marketable commodity, right. its number one job is to be entertaining and enjoyable, not to be therapeutic right. or helpful. Like you know, if I was sitting here like yeah, like talking about you know in, in much more you know my, my academic way. If people fall asleep, they wouldn't care. So sure, you got to make sure. it entertaining, informative, so people can can learn. Well, and you're you're a, you're a very, you're the, the the best part, which you don't ever see in women, is that you're an open book. I mean, there's like Anderson and I were talking about it. I think I told you that on the air last week that. Like you couldn't tr- fake being you. There's no fake Emily Morris. Like right. if you wanted to be a fraud and like an like just this this put on, it would be impossible for you to do that. It, it, it there's no way that your personality is 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 different than like if I came over your house for lunch and you well, it's just impossible. Right. Like the way you are, the the person you are. It's impossible for that to be contrived. It's just too frenetic. <laughs> it's too like it's just too unique and like unfeel. You know, it's too raw. There's no possibility that it's. See, and I feel like I hold back. Like maybe I should reveal more, but you just mean no. Because there's a fine line. And no, you know, there is. That's I, a when fine I started line. My show. I was like, do I tell everything? Do I yeah. not? Now there's. It is a fine line. Drew, but, Drew and I's friend uh, Jason Ellis. Uh, I think you met him. Yeah. He, uh, he's the master at that because I think when he started his radio show. He he was so open. He was such an open book that it got to the point where he became an exhibitionist. You know, it's like right. I'm gonna go so far in the I'm gonna expose myself to, that it. Then it got to the point where he was an ex, and it's a fine line. Now he's toned. He's gotten so he's good at like being very vulnerable and open about certain things, but understanding when to pull it back. I have to know? totally. I, I have to listen. I've never heard his show, which I don't consume a lot of other media actually, which is on the list of things to do. But but I like. I mean, it's true. Like even when I started my show, I was thinking, God, at the beginning, like I was worried so much about the litmus test of the right, how to know how much. To and then I'm like, well, if I talk about who I slept with last night, them's the girl. Who, they got to keep yeah. raising the bar, raising the bar. Oh, last night I slept with this guy. I'm not going to share that much, but you know. And now it's just yeah. I'm just who I am. Who I am. Yeah, it's but, weird so too because like I I. Yeah. I've given up on that. On what? On, like, wondering whether I'm sharing too oh, much. Oh, no, this, because... like this is my first, like, lot. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's, it's, like you were saying, it's funny that you say that. Like, no one else could be, me, like, authentic, but I feel that way about you, and that's why, right? Yeah. Do you think, no, you think you're not, like, are you different when you're, I don't know. No, I, yeah, I definitely think there's a, I, I look, everybody is turned up a notch when they're on the air. There's no. Uh, right, for not, sure. Not, In fact, people tell me I a, sound better on the air. They're like, you really sound like you. you like my, I remember my ex-boyfriend the first time I was on the air in San Francisco. He called into the, he, after he heard it, mm-hmm. and he was like, you're much more articulate. You finish your sentences. Or the radio. Like, I think sometimes like yeah. I'm, I'm better when you hang out with me. Like, well, I'm happier. I stutter or something. I'm happier when I'm on the air. Me too. Yeah. And then I leave here. I'm like, oh, then it's like coming down the whole time. So, I mean, I, I think that that makes me a, a, a little bit more um, likable is that, you know, when I'm on the air, I'm happier. So, um, I think so, too. What is it that said? Uh, okay. I don't know what the show. We have to go back to what you were masturbating to. You're doing your because you're doing what you're passionate about. Right. I mean, exactly. It's very, and, and I'm not I'm not one of these guys that like, hey, man, find what you're passionate about. And no, because sometimes you're five foot four and white and you're passionate about basketball. So I don't. I'm not one. Of the, I'm not from the school where it's like always follow your passion. That's it. No. Sometimes you need to have your passion as a hobby, and you follow what's reasonable, exactly. practical. Work for but live to work or work to live. When you when your skill sets and your like way of life aligns with what you're passionate about, 
that's a damn good reason to be very happy, right? you know. And yeah. I feel like you and I are two people who do that. You know we get to do it. You're right, and that will actually. Oh God, I was gonna. I have to. I, I'm gonna tell you this first, and then I have to go back to something I was gonna tell you about about your Mini Cooper commercial and oh, your yeah. Mini Cooper. Um, so I always thought. And this is my thing. A lot of women, men, but they graduate from college or wherever, and they think I'm going to find my goal in life is to find the one, to find a partner, to complete me, and to you know have a life and get married and have children. And I for was me, ju- I, the, I, I was on the phone when I was yeah. walking in here. I was talking to my ex girlfriend who was having like a midlife, a meltdown, like a oh meltdown my God, about I like yet. I need to stop trying to find the one because. It's just mind-numbing. Exactly. You know? It is when you're when you're focused on that. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, dating is a whole lot. Yeah, when, when you put out the de- – if she's desperate or if she's frustrated, whatever it is. But she's frustrated. Her. She's but not the, desperate. But the point well, – yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like there's just – so my thing was I have to find what my pa- I'm passionate about. It was never about – it was because I, my mom drilled into me that you have to never rely on a man to take care of you. So I figured – and my dad hated his job as a lawyer. So I figured, okay, I don't want to hate my job. I have to find my passion. So I kept working and working like in politics and all these different places – until I was on the radio, and the first I didn't even know. Like it was like a, I was document and did the podcast the first night, and then I got a radio show. I was like in the studio, and I was like, "This is it." I felt like I felt the first night I was in the radio was how I, I think it must feel when you fall in love and you think that you found the one. Yeah, because I cared so much about the passion. Yeah, I mean, I I could see. I don't that. know. Like that was like how I was oriented. I, I've never done a show like this in my life. <laughs> I'm just talking about like my my therapy, my my way of getting to places. Funny, but Mike, on the way over here, I heard a Mini Cooper commercial with you. Oh yeah, yeah. And I thought it was funny because a lot of people don't know that Mike, um, he might have, he has dick morphia. Like, I think I a lot of men do. And I'm going to blame it on porn. Like, everyone blames everything on porn. Like, they're like, oh, my God, the traffic lights out must be porn. I it mean, doesn't seriously. Help. But I think that men have seen so many penises now. And women with their vaginas, women are getting labioplasty, you know, with incredible numbers. But I think the fact that, that guys are seeing these huge cocks and they're like, they, I, I can't measure up. And you might have already had this. Thing about so he always talked about his small penis, yeah. And like, I just don't believe it. And when we've been on Love Line, I'm like, we want people to call in. Like, one woman, like, you like tortured her with her desk, like an intern or something with her penis. But I just think that, yeah, it's like the Dick Morphia thing. So, anyway, I thought, and then Michael, one of it, Michael just got a new Mini Cooper, he's one of his sponsors. I have a Mini Cooper too, they did not give it to me though. (laughs) Um, and I thought that's so funny because you're always making jokes like the guy in the Porsche probably has a small penis, but he has a mini. So, actually, people might think you have a large penis, yeah, but I (laughs) it works opposite because they're like, no guy with a small penis, I have a Mini mini Cooper, and I love that. I really do. I'm not I just know, saying that. I know. It's awesome. But, and but I thought we never that was it. given to me. The I cars understand. that I purchased are all the biggest, I'm kidding, most I know. overwhelming, horsepower, fucking, I know. That's why gas it's funny, guzzling, though. ridiculous, you know, small dick cars. So. I know. No, what I'm saying is, though, I just, you didn't, I get it. You didn't pick it, but yeah. it was funny in my mind. The mini, the mini. I know. I just wanted to share that with you. Okay, so you hadn't ejaculated in four days. Yeah. And tell me what you chose to watch. I watched. And where did you, is it on your iPad? Yeah, on my iPhone. iPhone, iPhone okay. yeah. The 6? Did you get the new one? No, just this one, whatever okay. this one is. I'm not, I'm like really the a Luda. The 6 that came out yesterday. No, you no, I didn't get that one. No. Okay, go ahead. So you you go where? Where's your, where's your uh, wife? I went to my, to, to like the guest bathroom. The guest bathroom. Not the. Okay, the, and your the, wife's with the baby? The baby's sleeping? No, the baby is a, yeah, the baby's Mike asleep. Mike has a new baby. Mm-hmm, yeah. She's. Six months. Six months. Yeah, okay. a little under six months, yeah. Okay. She's in her crib in her bedroom. Okay. My wife's in our bedroom, and so we have a, a bathroom attached to our bedroom, but I opted to go to the bathroom, uh, like, in the, in the house. Now, so, does she know? Is your wife like, oh, Mike's going to the other bathroom? No, I mean, I think she would, except for, for two reasons. I don't think she has any clue. One, it was, like, four in the morning. My wife's dead asleep. She's so tired from the baby oh, constantly waking okay. up. okay, yeah. Uh, so she, I mean, she wasn't. I thought it was, like, five minutes ago before you got here. No, no. It was last night. Okay. Uh, it was, like, four in the morning. So, and, um, and 
uh, I use that bathroom so much because that's the bathroom I shit in. Okay, got it. Because I don't want to shit in the bathroom near our bedrooms to, to like. That's kind. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Yeah, that's sweet. So you went back there yeah. with your phone. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. And then you sit on the toilet. I just want uh-huh. to understand the whole thing. Okay, sit in the toilet. Did, yeah. Do you are you like going to I bed? put I put the seat down down. Not okay. not the seat. I put the seat cover down. And I sit on the toilet like a like an actual chair. Okay. But but do you ever put a towel down cuz it's kind of cold, isn't it? No, well, well, this is what I do. I sit there. Uh-huh. And then I scroll through like YouPorn or Spankwire till I find a scene Spankwire. I like. Spankwire. I love it. Yeah. Till I find a scene I like. Then I start watching it and then put the to- turn around, take my pants off and put the seat back up so that I can shoot a load into the toilet. But are you standing then so it goes yeah. right into the toilet? I always jerk off standing. Always. Is that, do most guys jerk off standing? No, I, f- I found most guys jerk off. I would like off. to know. <laughs> I, I, I guess most guys jerk off lying down. From lying what down. I, from what I've heard. But it's so much more efficient just to do it in the toilet. I've never, I, I tried once after Jim Jeffries, the comedian, was on here. <laughs> he said, you don't understand what you're missing out on. It's like so much more comfortable. It is more comfortable. And I've spent my entire life jacking off standing In the up. bathroom? Yep. Mostly. Or, but mostly though. Okay, but what about if you're in bed at night? You get I, uh, you stand up. Back up. How did we not know that? Does everyone know this about you? I've said it on the air. Yeah, talk about it. Other airs. On not Loveline. On Loveline. Yeah, yeah, you're never okay, on your wait, show. Sorry. Okay, so back up. So you're in bed even tired, but you're like, I would imagine. You That's exactly what happened this last instance was I was I was kind of uh, racing. I had a racing mind, but I really wanted to go to sleep. I was tired, but I wasn't sleepy. Right. And I was like, I bet you jerking off will help me go to sleep. And so I got up and went to the bathroom and jerked off. So it just can't work for you lying down. So here, I just can't. Do you think yeah. it's because growing up in your home, like you could probably only do in the bathroom, you yep. brothers, sisters? That's totally the reason. I right. think. I, I spe- you look the first two thousand loads I shot, I was standing up. So I, I just exactly kind of, you know. no. And we all a lot of people get into their their patterns. That's why a lot of men I think ejaculate quickly too, is because yeah, they're so afraid someone's going to come in. You learn men learn. So okay, so then you searched you porn spank wire when you said you found something that interested you. What was it? Uh, Does it say you might also like like Amazon because it knows what you liked last time. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. What it does do, what those tube sites do though, do I need is to watch that more porn. if I watched like say, well, I ended up watching Sasha so Gray. She's list. one of my favorites. Oh yeah. You know, she's in my top. She was on my show. She's in my top five. I would say Sasha, Sasha Gray. Gray. Right. So I ended up watching like a scene where it was her and another young lady who I'd never seen uh, doubling down on on a gentleman, and um. What they will do is, like, if you're watching a scene with Sasha Gray, if you go down, it'll, like, from that scene, it'll recommend others. So, like, there'll be ten other scenes below that'll say, like, it, you know, try also try right. this. And it'll be, like, either the stars that are in that scene you're watching or, like, the theme. Like, right. if you if you put in Sasha Gray anal, it'll give you a couple Sasha Gray. It'll also give you a couple anal. It'll also give you, like, a couple, you know. Okay, got it. So it, it tries to play off the themes of... The okay. tags of whatever scene you're watching. I got it. Okay, so tell me, because I actually had a study here about porn. I, mm-hmm. I didn't get into any of my, which I love that you're here because today was crazy. But there was a whole thing here about porn and statistics and what people watch. Well, what I we need to finish our story. So what did you? What did you? What did you? It was her and much two like girls and a guy. Much like, um, much like with women and my taste in women and my sexual partners in the past, I'm not pretty. I'm not like discerning. I, I don't have like I'm not into like just big butts or just anal or just group sex or like it's I'm pretty you're open. You're yeah I'm a lot pr- of different things I just like on. I just like sex with girls like I mean I'm pretty but you like more ethnic I larger t- if like you if, wouldn't look at me, like if I was in porn you I wouldn't turn you on no that's not true because you're you're like like aesthetically you're all you're very much my type like je- darker hair darker features right more but I, more I'm not like, like okay no but you're you're like I'm like a spinner. 
Yes, you are. <laughs> but you mean because you're because so, you're thinner. No, oh, I don't know. Yeah, short. Thin. You're, you're small. Know. You're smaller than the average girl I would be into. Like mm-hmm. most women I'm with are, are either are actually either taller than me or close to it. Right. But like the girl I was talking to, the girl I was in a relationship with, she's like five two. So I mean, I I'm definitely. Right. So okay. I'm not like I said. And you did masturbate me, masturbate to me once at least. Yes. I, you told me which made me feel it was yeah. a compliment. Yeah. And I was also thinking um about okay, wait, no, finish this. So so because <laughs> I was thinking today on the show and when I was coming here that. It was funny how, what? Okay. I'm like, what? Listen to me <laughs> tonight. So I'm not going to go there. Okay, finish what you watched. Really, I just, I. She was like. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. It's one of those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I watched this, like I said, it was Sasha Gray and some other young lady and, and a gentleman. And uh, How quick? How long did it take? I blew a load pretty quickly. Because yeah. like, like they, you know, like most porn scenes, it starts with oral and then they go to sex and then maybe like anal. Right. I, w- I already blew my load before they even got to sex. Like, it was this just an oral. Wow. You yeah. didn't even finish it. And you won't go back and finish it. No, like, fuck you no. Like, it's done. Like, you'll get another one. No, I, so I actually minutes? thought, like, I used to think, like, Corolla was insane because he always talked about how he really needed to, like, be into the scene. Like, not only that's was he watching a, it. That's such a chick thing, though, because women are usually, they're the ones, they want the plot, they want the romance, well, they want he's, the relationship. He's, he assumes it's because he grew up in the 70s. Like oh, when that's where, all there like, was. You had a movie, yeah, like a porn. Yeah, like they didn't have sex until at least like ten minutes in those movies. Yeah, right. So exactly. I, 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 uh, I, yeah, I, I find, that's insane to me when guys are like, "Well, it's babysitter porn. I got to find out if the parents come home." I'm like, "You're fucking." In- I know exactly. Yeah. Like right, Vila, that's cute. That's like that. Okay, so uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about you know porn and stuff. And actually, there are some stats about what people most search for. But first, I want to thank my sponsors. I am obsessed with my No-No Pro. Usually, as uh, Mike knows, I'm obsessed with certain, um, usually vibrators or like other electronic objects. But the No-No Pro is crazy because you can just remove hair wherever you want in your house. It's a little object. You just run it over your body, and then you have no hair for weeks and weeks. It's so much better and so much cheaper than razors and waxing, and it is the best way to remove unwanted hair. And there's no pain. You can I just like sit on my couch watching TV, like take it off the hair. It's It's gone. Dude, I know. Do you want a No-No Pro? It's awesome. Well, I, Anderson I mean, wants one for his wife, and I'm trying I'll to get. I'll help you promote it by using it on my it. my balls and cock and stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. You'll use it there. No, of course, I will. Okay, and then do you ever like do you like hair other places like back or neck? Or do you ever... no, I you my, don't have that stuff, do you? In my my asshole and balls are the only hair on my body besides my head. Okay, do you shave them normally? Yeah, shave and trim. Yeah, I'm like the pubic patch above it. I'll use the scissors and okay. then my balls and the whole and thing. Just use no my no balls pro. and taint. I use the razor. Like, okay, good. You will love this. No, no pro. And if you go to no, no, emily.com, you can, uh, you can check one out and you can also get hundred percent 60 day money back guarantee, a $50 gift card to an award winning skincare line. And it's like the only thing everyone wants one. all the got. My guy friends want it. Mike wants one. Now you should get one too. No, no, emily.com. Also flashlight. Um, the flashlight, as we know, is a woo. We love it. Have you actually used one? Mm-hmm. I gave okay, right? Because I gave you for a baby gift. Yep. Have you used it? Yeah. It the the leg strap. Yeah, but you okay, can't. But uh, but uh, you can't. I know you can. I am not a type of person that will clean it and use it again. I'm a one load. Like once oh, I blow. Because that's why you don't use it regularly. But you have once used I blow a load in something. I'm but pretty I gave much, you that leg unless strap. Unless it's a human being, it. right? Right, exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. It's hard to get it. But it's not. It comes in a little container. You no, the flashlight's an excellent product. Did I'm not feel, just saying that. Did it feel, it feels like you're having sex. It's way better than masturbating. Like, just with that, with your hand. 
Right. And that comes from a guy who loves masturbation. Dude, that's all Mike talks about. And I feel like I knew everything about Mike's masturbation except for the fact now I stands. I can't look at him saying, but anyway, it does. It is better than masturbation. You know, women, we've got 6,000 toys to choose from. You've got one, and you might as well try it out before you die because what if it's like the best sex you ever had? And then True. you're in your deathbed, and you're like, holy shit, I never tried this before. So check it out. Go to sexwithemily.com and click on the flashlight banner and buy a flashlight there. You will love it. Okay, yes. so what the hell? What were we doing? I didn't, I'm so glad because I'm like, this show today was insane. And I was like, I have these emails. I'm going to read it. And I am going to help you all. I was going to go off on a whole thing. Wait, first porn categories. This is the thing. You want me to get, I'll take a guess. Okay. Are you talking about America it's just or weird the world? It's not, it had a graphic on here that's not coming yeah. up. But yeah, I'm talking about the most popular search categories it looks by like women. The, the Wi Fi is, is being temperamental. Do you right agree? Now. Okay, yes. I'm having. So it's issues. not your fault. I've been having, that's what we started late. No Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Lesbian porn. Um, women mostly search for lesbian porn with yeah. gay, gay male porn coming in close second. Uh, predictably, predictably, men's top care categories favor both ends of the age spectrum. So, I, But I bet you MILF is more popular than teen. Teen and MILF's number one and two. Yeah. MILF second. But I thought we learned on the show or some kind of other story that came out a few weeks ago where it was all, it was all MILF's. So um, lesbian porn comes in at sixth on men's list. Guys are not typically into just girl on girl. I know. It's sweet. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome. Because you want to be the- You want a dick there to kind of like use as point of reference. Like do you like the gonzo porn where it's like you actually can't see the faces or you don't mind seeing the guys? Uh, I don't mind it for the most part, but I do. I I have dabbled in the POV. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like people, a lot of guys are like, I don't want to see another guy, another dick. But you could kind of pretend you're a dick. That's good. Okay, so surprisingly enough, women are also on the hunt for multi-partner scenarios with threesomes and gangbangs, including in the top five search videos. So, just so you know, people are searching I, for. I don't think that that's surprising. I I don't find that surprising. Only in that a lot of porn viewing is escapism. I don't necessarily feel like these women are interested in gangbangs. It's just like that's so different than your average day. You know, exactly. that's so different than your average sexual activity, and it's alluring because it's 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 crazy being ravished yeah. and cherished, and, and it can turn a lot of women on. I think a lot of fantasies, especially for women, no, they definitely doesn't mean because you have a fantasy that you want to act it out. It just means that you have a fantasy. But some things. Like maybe a threesome or something because – or why women have fantasies about being with so many men or even like the rape fantasy, which doesn't yeah. mean you actually want to be raped. It's something about I think women always being told that they don't really want sex or they're not into sex or they have been socialized until maybe recent generations that we you have to make the – men have to make the move and we're not really into it. We don't really want right. – we don't want to seem like we want. So then like if we're – if someone just takes us, then – there's so many, so many different psychological explanations about why – People have rape fantasies. But also just in the one of just being taken by a man is because I think all women want to feel cherished. And rape fantasies are way awesome compared to rape. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like no one one who no one who looks like the guy in the rape fantasy is doing the raping. Exactly. So it's like it really is like rape fantasy. I always hate saying it because I feel like I have to explain it. But it's like she wants to get raped. She wants to be taken because a lot of times I think that women. Yeah, we all want to be friggin' cherished and loved. Right. And so I think what I was going to come in and say initially on the show tonight was that I was thinking about communication. And I always say one of my 
things that I say is communication is lubrication. Yeah. Right? Because couples have to, I was thinking about the best, people are asking me, I got an interview today about therapy and what do I, what kind of therapy do I follow and what, you know, what, what beliefs do I have about couples and we're having this whole thing and I just thought, you know, because it's been bumming me out lately that I get all these emails from listeners and we hear it all the time that people, and I thought maybe I need to change the way I talk about it on my show because I'm always saying, well, look, just talk to for example, I'm not even going to read the email in front of me, and I guarantee you that either one or one of the partners is writing in saying that either her husband or what you know, a husband. Okay, Garrett. Okay, I'm just going to look at the name. I bet you his wife. I bet you he wants her something crazy in the bedroom, and they haven't had sex for three years, and they have a kid who's two, and they don't know what to do about it. Okay. Okay. So I would might say to them, you know, I think you guys really need to talk about it, and da, da, da. but. I, Here's the issue with that is that nobody knows how to communicate. And it's not just that they can't communicate about sex. They're not communicating about anything in their relationship, like, as well as they could. And I thought, well, maybe if I explain to people, demonstrate, rather than just saying, well, come up with your partner. Because if they haven't even told their partner that they're upset that they, you know, spent so much money on the credit card last month. They're certainly not going to say, hey, I've been wanting to try this fantasy. Like, there's communication issues all around. And yeah. we're not taught these skills until we're older. And a lot of people are never even taught them, right? Well, and I don't think that I don't think that a lot of people take into consideration sexual stuff even. When, like, until I don't, it's a problem. Like, until when, it's on no, fire. No, no, no. I don't even think, like, when, when you talk to couples about communication, I don't even think they factor in the bedroom. Like, I think they automatically think, like, the bills, the right. kids, future plans and stuff. Like, they're not even thinking, like, oh, and also what I want in the bedroom. Exactly. Well, yeah. right. Well, so that's, so I'm always telling people you got to communicate about what you want. But what I started to think was that they're not even think that that's the point is that they might, yeah, and maybe they could communicate, communicate about all these other things. But the bedroom thing is that there's no clear picture on how to do it. So to them saying to their wife, this is what I want to try is terrifying. Because when you get also, when you get together with someone, sex is amazing at the beginning. There's nothing to goddamn talk about, right? Right, Because every time you're together, you're having sex, you know, three, four times at a time. Every time you see each other. Remember that? Like, you know, in the first time you're with someone and then it's that first time that you're together and you don't have sex. And you're like, okay, it's that part. And it probably happens like six months to a year, year and a half into a relationship typically. Don't you think at the beginning you have sex every single time and then it stops? Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird though. See, there's always I mean, that day you're like, I'm okay, such we a did. weird guy to ask that because like my relationships are so incredibly erratic as far as the relationships I have to draw reference from. Like it's either it's either like I didn't have sex with her until six months in or like what, what is this the first time we had we didn't have sex? Like I, I, there's girls that I didn't actually do anything else with but have sex. Right. And then there's, like, girls like my wife where I, like, I waited so long to have sex with my wife. Really? Why? I don't know. It just worked out that way. Did she put you off or you – I just kind of just – You wanted to wait six no, months? No, not really. I didn't want to wait. It just, but she was like, oh, let's take it slow? Literally it was, six months. Yeah, like maybe, like Did three, three months at least. Once a week? I have a really bad gauge of time, unless it happened last week. Okay. But it was it definitely over three months. That's, three, that's really Yeah, it was like 15 impressive. dates. Yeah. That's so impressive. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and it wasn't and like, it wasn't like a conscious that's... effort, and I don't think she was trying to wait. I just, I think she, the, the big problem was with my wife and I is that she met me on Loveline. I know. She was I a guest that. on Loveline. So uh-huh. she got a whole different impression of me than how I really am, especially in a romantic capacity. But after she met you, what do you mean? She, so she thought you'd be different, better? On the, cause she met you no, she <laughs> thought I was like some big ladies man. Like I was like totally going to throw on the moves. And so then when we went like two dates and I hadn't even really tried to kiss her, she's like, 
I wonder what's up with this guy. Like, what what's he got up his sleeve? Like, right. either she said, I just assumed you were banging like five other girls, which well, probably were. No, not at not oh, not at that okay. time. No, no, not at all. In fact, really, I would like a dry spell for like a week or something before you met her. I always assumed you were like banging chicks all the time in between your divorce and then. I was, I was. Don't get me wrong. Between my two wives, I had ridiculous. Right. So, but, so what I'm saying is, but when, there was a it, like I had, like a dry spell when I met when I met my wife. Um, you got to remember, but between me meeting my wife and actually going out on our first date, there was like a year. Shut up! Why was there a year? Didn't because you like, I had think no you were idea. Yes, but I had studio. no idea she was interested in me. I had no clue. Wow, did she like tweet you or something? Yeah, that's exactly what she did. Shut up! Yeah, she, like, a year later, and then she emailed Anne too to like let me know that she had she, a great did, time and that uh, she wanted to, th- to thank us and blah blah blah. So she tweeted you after the Loveline show, mm-hmm. and you're like, thanks. You too, or you didn't even respond. That's exactly what I did. I was like, "Oh, I had a, I, I really enjoyed." It having was like a show. public tweet. But you gotta understand, that happens nine out of ten guests. Right. Okay. You know? So, so I, I, again, we have a lot of really beautiful girls that come in to promote their their yeah. actresses or models, and yeah, they're promoting he's married something to an actress, Bianca, Kalich? Bianca Kylik, yeah, Kylik. And uh, she, She's listen, famous. we have a lot of beautiful <laughs> women come in here to promote. it. Never in a million years did I assume that any of them wanted anything to do with me. They just, they're here to, prom- they're doing right. their job. That's right. part but, of their job. Right, but you didn't feel like a chemistry right away. I felt a, a personal chemistry in that I got along with her very right. well. Right, okay, got it. So it took her a year after the tweet, and she's like, had she been following you? Had she been like kind of obsessed with you for a year? That's what she said, yeah. <gasps> I didn't know <gasps> I that. I don't know any of this. She was obsessed with you, like tracking your tweets or Instagram. She or- said the, the second time I was... On uh, filling in for Regis on Live with Regis and Kelly now Live with Michael. Oh, that and Kelly. was your like. She big... said the second time I did it, she was like, she like had friends over to come watch with, with her, and like was like into it. That is so cute. Yeah. So she she had, a, had you're like you're you were there on there for a week, right? Are we just gonna leave? I know during a during that period, that interim period, that year where my wife and I didn't talk or like didn't go on dates. Right. I was on the, Live with Regis and Kelly all she the time. I was like then. filling in all the you know. Is it on YouTube? And then I was on Dance with the Stars in that period. I know. Wait, and that is my favorite period of your life. One of them, because mm-hmm. he slept with everyone on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, make, but not, dude, uh, an alarming like, amount. He didn't know? sleep with anyone from craft services. I'll give him. Um, hold on. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Who did you sleep with? No, all just the dancers? Uh, just not all. I would just that, yeah, no. I most, I feel most. bad saying that because like right, but they're not nice even women. most because a lot of those girls are like in relationships and stuff. Like I didn't. I, I slept. Long, long I slept with ago. three dancers. Right, and a yeah. wardrobe specialist. Or and a wardrobe girl and a right. producer. She was measuring your pants and a producer. Anyway. Dude, that was awesome. See, that's why she th- probably thinks this about you. I don't know. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, but she didn't. I get that. But yeah. She didn't know that stuff. Okay, so she was obsessed with you, and then and then she was like. F it, I'm just gonna I'm gonna email that producer and say, Mike, tell Mike I like him. What? No, she she emailed Ann and said, like, I just had a really great time. Please pass along the message to Drew. Here's my number and email, blah blah to Drew but and that Mike. That was after the show. That was at, immediately but, after. Right, but then a year later, how'd she get funny? Well, again? no, we just kept she stopped like, you on television. We kept, um uh having conversations back and forth on on Twitter. But like innocuous ones, not you know, right, not like romantic. Once every yeah, just weeks. be like like I saw you on Craig Ferguson. Uh, you need to ditch the shoes. Like joking, I would right. say joking stuff. Right. And she would ha ha ha. That, then her her co star Wendy McClendon Covey came in to promote uh, Bridesmaids. Wendy's a fabulously talented actress who also okay. was on Rules of Engagement with my wife for many years. She was coming in to promote Bridesmaids maybe six months after my wife had first okay. been. Okay. She said. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I, you guys have a lot of my co-stars on, you know, Patrick Warburton and, and, and I was like, yeah, uh, uh, tell Bianca I love her, you know, because uh, 
I was just joking. Like right. I was like, you know, because she's pretty, and right. I, I was like, you know, and that I, you know, I got a special place in my heart for. Her. And she goes back to the cat to the uh, to the set, and she's like, I was on Love Line last night. The host said to tell you hello and that uh, that he wants you. And like I was like laying it on thick, right. jokingly. And she's like, oh, so she tweeted me back, and she and so said, I... Wendy told me that we need to have a little conversation. And I was like, is that what we need to have? Right. You know, and then it, 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 it kind of snowballed. Twi- yeah. Wow. And then and then she direct messaged me instead of tweeted me. Okay. And then finally she's like, are you going to ask for my number or, like, are you just completely inept? And I was like, oh, is that what this is? Cause, right, because you still didn't get it. You're like, yeah. is she flirting? Is she just reacting and being funny because I just said to her yes. co-star? Yes. And then you end the date. And then she still wasn't sure because you didn't make out with her for six months or whatever. Correct. Didn't sex with her. I didn't even try to kiss her. Until when? Did she finally kiss you? You had to try women. You never make the first move, do you? Nope. Did she make the first move with the kiss? Yeah. The first time we kissed. You I guys could... would still be dating I right don't, now and I not fr- kissing. I fr- honestly, I don't remember our first kiss. I think I think she did. I think she did. She like leaned out. You don't remember? You gotta remember. I re- well, like she does the first to everything. She has well, that's to. That's good. At least she I'm, knows. Pr- I'm practically know. like her her pet. I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> I, I'm completely incapable. <laughs> she has to like be like Michael. Now do this. See, that's what I need. Like, kind of like your co- like remind you what to do every day. Kind oh of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Like, I think I do need a wife. Like, what do you mean? Like, packs your or like tells you don't forget today. You do oh this no, phone I do call. all the cooking. No, but one hundred percent cooking. What kind of things? Ma- like Chores, life cooking that that stuff. Like, like how to survive in life. Yeah, I take care of. Okay, without so what, what does she take care of you? Michael, uh, say goodbye. We're like we'll have, and I'll be like reading a book while we have guests over. Like oh. I'm, 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 I'm like barely, I'm, I'm like bordering on Aspergers. You know, not For real. I mean, well, no, you just can't when you you shut down sometimes. Not that I shut down. I just I I get deta- I get in my own little world. I'm right. very introspective and to almost to a fault. And right. So my wife has to be like, like my like I remember the first time. <laughs> for instance, here's a perfect example. Uh. When the first time she told me she loved me, Uh-oh. she's like, Michael, come here. And it wasn't like, Michael, I love you. Right. I just want you to know something. She's like, Michael, come here. And I'm like, what? She's like, come here. Come here. I need to talk to you. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, what did I do? And uh, so I got like closer and like closer. And she's like, no, come here. Come here. I need to talk to you. And she looked me at me and she's like, Michael. Uh, and and I, I, this is not good for podcasts because I'm trying, I'm miming no, right. how she did it. She's like, look, look in my eyes. She's like, I love you. Does that mean anything? I was like, I love you too, and she's like, "Okay, good." And she's like, "Are you listening?" I love you. I want you to know that. Oh, you know. Uh, so it was like, so she knew. Like, that it's she like it was to... like talking to a child. You know, in in many ways, I'm very adolescent. Right in that, in, in your you know. in your development as far emotionally. When yeah, I don't to... have anything instinctive. I I don't. I I wish I did. I, I I'm I'm not saying that as a as a uh, point of of of, of being. Pr- I'm not proud of that. I just. I'm not someone who has a lot of natural instinctive ideas or feelings. I, I everything I have to do, I have to intellectualize. I have to learn it. Right, it has I'm to be the same way. I'm the, I'm, I totally get it. So, but what about what word do you get emotional about? Like, I mean, are you saying that you typically just don't experience as many emotions around a lot of things, or just when it comes to relationships, it's harder for you? Just to? interpersonal stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm a very caring person. I really right. do wish everybody. I want everybody to be happy, and and I, I hope everybody. I want everybody to. I mean, I'm. I, I don't like it when people are like, I don't care what people think about me. Like, no, I really would love for right. everybody to like me. I would like that. I, I want. I would. I don't. 
I understand sometimes I offend people or I say things that can rub people the wrong way. Well, but then... I but I don't like that. I don't want to make people angry. Right. No, I don't know. I, it's because um, I get it. Like, I feel like sometimes but, I shut down about things. Right. It's hard to. But at the same time, like, I don't. I don't like I, I some people like Kimmel's a perfect example. Kimmel's a perfect example. And I'm not saying that as it like I don't mean to say it as to make it sound like oh we're, we're best buddies. Right. But Jimmy Kimmel, for those of you who don't know, he started his career as a radio personality here at K Rock, where I and he worked at Kevin and it. Bean just like I did, and so I knew, so he's yeah. in this family and uh, we've we've crossed paths and he uh, I know him he knows me but not in any way we're not buddies. Right. We just we just but everyone who knows Jimmy most notably Adam who they're like they're like best buddies okay you gotta like he is he just it's so natural for him to be like a likable jovial person and he gets like introducing people and he can be the life of the party and not in like a campy way right it's just it's very instinctive to him it It was he as a person is very affable and very uh good with people and that aspect of me it's, it's bad. I just so never developed you're so, it. You're so, so, so socially. You yeah. Know, you get uncomfortable or awkward. I spent 90% of my life until I was 18 years old in my yeah. bedroom. You know, like I just did. If I wasn't at like sport practice, whatever sport team. Were you masturbating until you were 18 in the bedroom? Oh, or? fuck yeah. Right. I masturbated a lot right. growing up. You right. Know? So what were you doing in your bedroom? I didn't. Drugs? I had. I, Mike's sober now. Just so yeah, yeah. you don't know his history. But he's been sober for. 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, it's numbing. Yeah. And and even learn to, to even as an addict, even as an alcoholic, I was not a, um, I was not a very social user. I, I was very reclusive. You know, I love that was my favorite thing in the world. I, everybody talks about like, man, do you miss partying and stuff? I was like, well, I wasn't really that much of a partier. I, there was nothing better in the world to me. Then an 18 pack, some blow, and cable TV. But what would you? So you just sit there and watch TV. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know like, a lot. I, I have a lot of friends who are addicts, and some were the life with party, and some were like, no, mm-hmm. I just at the end, I was just doing blow. And that home was all like day. a dream come true to me. Like if I had but a couple you at least bucks, like organizing. I mean, like you would literally just sit and watch TV. But I, didn't have sh- I at that point in my life, I didn't have shit to organize. I was 19 with no money, you know. I know, but wait, so you just did it to like kind of numb mm-hmm. and and just to entertain yourself. I mean, yeah, and no, I would I would come up with funny ideas or like try to write songs. I thought I was gonna be like some big rock star or something, or I draw pictures. Like I I just oh, it's very 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 content in right. that, you know, and in my watch a lot of movies. I was really into movies and really so into music. You didn't have a lot of you weren't like popular in high school, or were you- um, no, no, by no means. I had, a, I had a very strong core network of friends, but it was very limited. I was not like right, I wasn't right. by any means. So I don't you're- make I don't mean to make it sound like I was like bullied or a dork, but I certainly wasn't like people were like yeah when I showed right. up at a party or something. I was right, not social. Or- but the point is that your wife was able to recognize what you needed. How she needed to communicate with you. Yeah, well, and you say it's like a child. But I totally get it. I've had, I'm sort of like a dude in relationships, mm-hmm. and I've had very similar scenarios with men being more like taking on more of the feminine role with me and saying, "Can we? Can I be boyfriend girlfriend?" Or sure. Like I get it because I'm the same way. In well, a, I as the dude. it's funny, and I don't mean to hijack your whole no, podcast. Whatever. But no, dude, I love it because I my was wife. Really, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my wife through my. My what I perceive to be my inadequacies, my shortcomings, socially, romantically, saw something so special and unique in those inadequacies. It was, so what what led to me being kind of shy and vulnerable and weird to other girls was what made my wife fall in love with me. Right, because she yeah. loved those. It was, it was attractive to her. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. It was she saw you. It was like she loved. Yeah, she 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 got you. Like that's so that's what we want, right? All the things that we criticize ourselves for you just want someone to love you the way you are i remember i I remember like our second date you know she's like she's uh 
she, she, my wife's a kind of like, not kind of, my wife's like a hippie. Like she's way into Is meditation she? and, right. and, uh, Eastern medicine yeah. and, um, non-traditional, uh, therapeutic practices, things like that, Ayurveda mm-hmm. and, and, uh, yoga. And it was very into it. She's very spiritual and, and, and not just like lip service. She's very devoted to it. And I remember like, um, on one of our dates, it was like our second date, I think she brought out this, like this huge bag of pills to take, um, with her meal, vitamins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, like not, not, not like yeah, oxy's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. no, but they were like herbs and 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 uh, ashwagandha right. and uh, and uh, turmeric. You know, like, and she's like, I take this to you know, but you know, and she was kind of um, uh, embarrassed of it. I and right. and and I, I'm very natural. I wasn't trying to uh, put on. I was like, oh, what's that? Tell me about like all that. You truly are. And and, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. What? It, and I I didn't at the time know what Ayurveda was, which is ancient Indian right. medicine. And I asked her, what is that? And she told me. And then I said, oh, what's are you? Please explain. And I was sincerely very interested. Right. And she said at that moment, because she had been going on so many dates with other guys and stuff where that was like something she had to like almost hide, you know, and, and when she did expose it to them, they were so kind of judgmental, silently probably. judging right. her taking these, you know, like a pill, capsule pill of turmeric. Right. It sounds right. dumb. I, she's like, that's when I knew, like, uh, you were some, you were different and special, and I, and I was appealing to me. See, you know? These little moments, yeah, it's so like, true. I love it because I, I could totally see you guys being like, oh yeah, you're heavy, but you are actually curious about yeah. people, and and you are actually into health and fitness and all that stuff. And then I, and then, and then that day, that night, yeah, I, I said, we, she was eating. Uh, we went back. I went back to her house, and then I had to come to Loveline. Because you know it was a weeknight, oh. and she was eating an orange and taking the peel off. I was like, "What? If, I wonder if you ate only the outside, would you poop out your insides? <laughs> like, does it go vice versa? You know? Because like, right? If you ate an orange peel, would you? Yeah. Right. And she's like, "What? Are, like this guy's like, what a weird. You, <laughs> you know? talked about poop. That was how the first. Well, yeah. Date. On the first date, you talked about poop. Yeah, because I, I listen. Here's because Mike talks about poop all the freaking time. Here's me in a nutshell. Yeah. Is I put a lot of effort and focus and thought into stupid stuff. Right. Like, I'm not trying to solve the world's problem. Right. I'm thinking about what if you ate the outside of right. oranges like, really, exclusively? Like right. You weren't trying to Would like, you poop out. out your insides? Totally. I love it. Okay. We got to go, apparently. Thanks, Mike Catherwood, for being on the show. What, you're it's always at, a pleasure. Follow Michael on uh, everything. Yeah. Mike Cat at, at Mike Catherwood, yes. On both Twitter and, Inst- and Instagram. And yes. Instagram. Do that. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Anderson. And um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Sex with Emily, and I have to tell you that just today, another friend said to me, Emily, I really want to start a website. I want to start a blog, and I don't know how to do it. I'm like, okay, people, how have you not heard of Weebly? It's so easy. It can People think the internet's like so overwhelming, like you got to spend $20,000 on a website. Weebly gives you the freedom to create a website for whatever you want. Any idea you have, you can implement with the Weebly website, and you don't need any technical skills at all, and you can build a really high-quality site. And when I say no technical skills, I'm telling you, you drag and drop. They have lots of modern designs, and they make sure that your website works perfectly on the web and mobile, which is actually really hard to do. They take care of all these things, and you can make it look beautiful and unique. So we all know that making an idea come to life is hard, but making a website for it should be easy. Create your free website today at Weebly.com. That's W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. 
Buying a car can be such a stressful experience, but TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar actually helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay, and that fear is the worst. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network, and TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. So, when you're ready to buy a car, you just gotta follow these three easy steps that if you wanna save money. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information, and then you lock in your savings. Third step, totally simple. All you do is you print out your TrueCar savings certificate, and then you take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Who doesn't want that? Some features not available in all states, and every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Why would you do that? Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.